0: but that does make sense that because it's like if you know someone since they were a baby it's
1: like easier. raising a puppy yeah yeah they like know your, you they recognize Like your puppy's you. gonna listen to you when you <laughs> tell it to go yeah, pee that's, outside that's
2: totally the same welcome back only fams
3: happy fantastic friday
2: from your favorite foursome
3: where we co-pair it with a twist speaking of co-parenting... That was good. We're going to talk about being a step-parent because that is something that we all have in common. This is true. And we get questions about this. This is
0: like the number one question that we get. I think the four of us, when that has to do with parenting.
3: Yeah. Because relating to being a step-parent. Yeah. So we have a handful of just like common questions that we get asked that we're going to answer. And then I also found this really cool website. It's actually... It's actually an Australian parenting website, which is really (laughs) interesting, but a lot of the things that they have on it are really cool that I think that we should touch on. Okay, so we'll jump right into it. So what was it like dating with kids, dating with your own kids, and then dating someone who has kids? So to phrase that better, like dating as a single parent and then dating somebody who already has kids.
0: I think we can all relate to both of those, right? Yeah, yeah one, like,
3: well, because like Gabe dated someone who didn't have kids, but he oh. had a kid of his own, so that's a different experience. Good point. But like this one is is like, yeah, uh, I did. And too. I
1: dated when I was married.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris and <in> Lefty. <laughs> what? What marriage? Story
0: time. Whoa! First of all, what marriage? <laughs> Second of all, story time. Either way. Oh my god, that was so good. I'm not was not ready for
3: that. I think that when you date and you have your own kids, you're more cautious like who you're dating. You have to like make sure that they're an okay person to like bring around your kids. You know, there's so much more that
0: comes into play when you're dating with kids. Mm -hmm. You see them as a different person. (laughs) It's like not even just like, are you a good person? But it's like, are you a good person to bring my child around? Yeah. Not just are you good? in bed are you good yeah uh whatever you like about it like it has to be a full around good person mm-hmm. so it makes you think i i things.
1: completely left a girl that i found out was smoking weed behind my back
3: well yeah stuff like that makes a difference yeah
1: i'm sure if i didn't have kids i probably wouldn't care but i had kids and i could definitely not bring that around my kids
3: yeah you think about things more critically For sure. And I think when you date like when you're dating somebody who already has a kid I feel like it makes the relationship easier like you and Chris both had kids me and Gabe both had kids. So like us dating we both know how being a parent works and like that kids come first and we Mm -hmm. we understand each other more that I feel like it would be a little bit more difficult to date someone who didn't have kids who didn't understand like that bond yet. Not saying that they would never understand that bond with like a stepchild. But like if they're not parents themselves, it might be a little bit harder to understand like going into it. That is actually,
0: it's funny you say that because that's actually one of the criteria that I had for dating at all. If I was going to, after I had kids, when I had multiple of them, I told myself that I would never, I actually had a few like things that I was going to go off of. I was not going to date anyone who was under the age of 26. For no valid reason other than I just realized that men mature later than women. And I'm sure there's m- plenty of men who were plenty mature by younger than that. But I was just over it. And I there's didn't-
1: plenty of women who are not mature.
0: Yeah, that's true, true, I was not dating women, so that didn't apply to <laughs> me. <laughs> But I just, and one of my other criteria was that they had, whoever I was going to date had to have at least two kids because, and the reason that I picked that was because I had four at the time and having one kid, I'm sure you guys know, versus having multiple multiple kids. So me being a mom of four, like even, well, dating someone with no kids was out of the question because I just didn't want to, it had to be someone who could relate.
3: Yeah. Because for someone to have no kids to then date someone who has four Four. kids, that's a huge yeah. That's a huge step.
0: And people do it. And like, that's so great for them. But at that point in my life, I was so over it all. Mm -hmm. I was like, I I actually, I never even wanted to get married again. This fucker popped out of nowhere. (laughs) I say that he popped on plenty of fish. (laughs) It sounds so bad.
1: Bitch, you responded to me.
0: I did not send the message first,
1: though. That's not what I said.
0: (laughs) What was my point with that? One of my criteria was that whoever... I, if I was to ever date again, it had to, that person had to have at least two kids. And that's for the reason that you're saying is because I feel like it makes a big difference once you have kids dating someone. And again, not to say that that, because it sure doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of people have found someone who was great and didn't have kids. But for me personally, I was like, nope, <laughs> you have to understand yeah, what it's like kids. to have kids, plural before you can hop into this you know and i had to part of the reason too and i think that maybe this is like subconsciously like what women might think is that if they have kids of their own for one you can see what kind of dad they are and or if they are actually a dad or if they're a deadbeat dad or if they're a facebook dad over an instagram dad and for two i feel like naturally when you have kids male or female it makes you mature a little bit more and then you know that they're serious about it. They understand what it means to have a child.
1: I was literally none of that because I didn't have social media until I met you. You were none of what? Facebook or Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you did have it.
1: Yeah, but like I didn't use it.
0: You said I was none of that. No, you were. Well, I mean, like you were I wasn't a good.
1: I wasn't just like, you know, oh, my God, look at me. I have kids like on, on Facebook. On Facebook like, or
3: social. He wasn't a social media dad. He was yeah. a real dad.
0: Yeah, I didn't care to you were post not
1: anything deputy. like at all.
0: No, yeah, I know. That's hence the reason you fit all of my criteria. <laughs> that's the reason I'm still with you. You were 26 years old, and I and it sounds made up because I literally say like I had to be 26 and had two kids. When I met him, he was 26 and he had two I kids. Had two kids. <laughs> so it sounds like I made that up after the fact, but I swear, I swear that that was a real thing. People in my life, like I told them, they had to be 26 with two kids. That's funny because
3: that's such a specific. weird age. Yeah,
0: because at the time I was. 20 fuck I don't even know 2? 23 22 or 23 one of those so actually it was when Landon was born oh no I was 21 I was 21 I was like nope he's gotta be older (laughs) (laughs) yeah that makes sense no I must have been I was 22 when I met you what about your guys' experience with dating do you feel like after you had kids that you who you picked to date was different than before you had kids I don't know is that the right question to ask yeah
1: I The only thing that I really thought of was that I just wanted to make sure that whoever I was with was good with kids, regardless if they had any or not.
0: That's a good point. I feel like men have it easier in a sense that, and this isn't always true, obviously, but like women tend to have that motherly instinct Mm -hmm. with or without kids, whereas guys, and I'm like totally being
1: sexist
0: yeah like stereotyping right now but like it kind of is true yeah it's harder to find a guy who's just like willing to take on a girl that has kids whereas a guy with kids it's like almost any they're still up for anybody whether you have kids or you don't have kids it's it's more socially acceptable for a man to have kids and date whoever than it is for a woman to have kids and then people date her
3: right like yeah i think so i think it's I think over time it's become more like acceptable because I feel like it's the norm now for people to already have previous kids like yeah. it's normal now compared to what it was like 10 years ago you know like well for me it was 12 years ago like after having Logan and me and his dad splitting up I'm just like well who's gonna date me like yeah because at that time like nobody's You don't see anybody dating somebody who has kids already. Yep. And then now, like, 12 years later, I feel like it's totally changed. It could be our age, too.
0: Yeah, because we were both teen moms mm-hmm. and so like us having kids of course we didn't see anyone dating with kids because yeah, we're young, any, we're young <laughs> you know whereas now it's like every by our age we're getting into like that tiktok where it's like what's behind these doors in mm-hmm. your 30s oh shit my 30s <laughs> are
3: coming up in a couple months oh my gosh amber's dirty 30 it's gonna be lit fam um, i'm so excited no. i'm gonna have a vampire diaries party i'm so down i'll just <laughs> have, like a vampire it. i don't i've never watched it <laughs> <in> my life. <laughs> anyways Gabe, what about you and dating? Because you dated after you had Lilia once. Yeah.
2: I've literally dated two people since having Lilia. And uh
0: I mean, same. <laughs> I just <laughs> happen to have kids with both of them. <laughs>
2: they were just two extremely different cases. One was a relationship that she did not have any kids. No experience with kids at all.
3: And it was a bad
2: experience. It, it was, was a, a disaster. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. Someone horrible. who couldn't
0: handle him having a kid. Yeah. It wasn't even the kid, it was the baby mama that comes with the kid. Right. It was, it both. was both. Yeah, really? the bitch crazy. Yeah. She was jealous of Lilia. <gasps>
2: Much.
3: What a bitch. Not over Which, my kid. If you guys are are listening in, you're in that relationship where you have a significant other who doesn't like your kids or oh, doesn't get out. like or doesn't like the baby mama or baby daddy. Don't do it. Get out. Baby Mom and Baby Daddy is a little
0: bit more like, okay, maybe you can work on it. But if it's like a kid situation, if your kid does not like your significant other, I'm sorry, but you need to leave. And yeah. maybe that's controversial.
3: Yeah.
2: No, it was it was bad. Like almost to a point like she wasn't she never fully asked, but you can definitely tell she was trying to make me imply that I like loved her more than my daughter i was like yeah no done
3: (laughs) yeah good for you i'm glad you got out of that seeing people who don't have kids don't understand that type of love you're right because
0: it's not different it's not the same
2: but yes and then after that i had amber and that was a little bit easier she had a kid herself similar in age yeah they were a year apart so it was actually definitely more manageable
0: it's meant to be
2: dating amber who already had a kid I felt like it made it easier for her to accept me and my child as, you know, a combined package. And it was easier for me to do the same. So I it honestly felt like Logan was like, not like right away, like he was mine right away. But like it was able to like accept like, like, hey, he's here. And
3: so so it wasn't hard for you to accept. Logan as your own. Like no, a, not at, at all. first it was like maybe not right away.
2: No, but it was like it's like, okay, hey, there's another kid. That's awesome. So we have something in common and I feel like it'll work out.
3: And just like
0: knowing that your previous relationship, she did not accept your whole who you are. Like having it's like you said, it's a package having kids is a package deal. So if they don't like part of your package yeah. <laughs> then well, you need to work. leave. It ain't gonna work. And her having her own package, I feel like you know, that's, I guess baggage is what some people call it, but yeah, it's just, it definitely makes more sense that it, I, I for sure think that having kids yourself and ha- being with someone who has kids makes it easier for you to accept each other's yeah because you understand the hardships to an extent because everybody's are different, but you, you understand the hardships. You understand everything that comes with it, whereas someone who doesn't have kids may not understand that. Yeah, that's true.
1: I think the hardest part for me was remembering everybody's names. Because yeah, Justin had a lot say, more kids. Hey, face, come here.
2: <laughs>
3: Thanks for that. Well, actually, you you came in when Landon was like a baby. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: It was actually halfway easier because both of our kids had the same name. <laughs> that's
0: true. You just say, <laughs> yell Caden and you're bounced.
3: Statistically speaking, one of them will respond. <laughs> you have more of a chance of so, one of them. So that's an interesting question actually for Chris Like, was it hard for you to accept Jessica's kids? Because Jessica had a baby. Like, you came,
0: like, she had a baby.
3: I did. He was six months
0: old when we met.
1: Yeah, I was not. I was kind of just looking to, like, hit it and quit.
0: Wow. (laughs) So do you feel like it was harder for you to, well, for one, do you feel like you were able to accept, you know, being that I had a lot of kids, not just one, like in Gabe and Amber's situation, um, or two, that one of mine was a baby
1: i feel like you having like a baby made connecting a lot easier
0: oh really i never thought about that because i had never been with anybody who had a baby but that does make sense that because it's like if you know someone since they were a baby it's
1: like easier. raising a puppy yeah yeah they like know your, you they recognize like your puppy's you. gonna listen to you when you <laughs> tell it to go yeah, pee that's, outside
2: that's totally the same Totally the same. Yeah, puppy and baby. Like they're easy baby. to train when they're babies. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: I mean, and I
1: basically potty trained the kid too, so. You
3: did. Yeah. I still remember him being, wipe my butt. Wipe my butt. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times.
0: Do you feel like it was easier to connect to Landon because he was a baby as opposed to, like, you know, Lilia, who is older?
1: 1,000%. And not only that, Lilia had a very active father for their <laughs> <Blah, blah, blah.
3: laughs>
1: Lily had a very active father figure so like on top of that i didn't want to like overstep in any way yeah so i feel like i was like extremely like extra cautious about like any type of interaction
0: with her versus yeah <laughs> like
1: her specifically for one she was the oldest and you know obviously for two there was an active father figure so
0: as opposed to the boys who didn't really have that Right. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. So, even so, regardless of the age, even just having, well, actually, Gabe, you could relate on that note. Logan didn't really have a dad figure either. Do you feel like it was easier for you to connect with him versus if he had an active father in his life?
2: Um, Yeah, well, I think it, it was a little bit easier for me because I had never met his dad until this year. A couple years ago that I actually saw him, I actually thought for myself it was a lot easier because I didn't even see Logan's dad until probably a couple years ago. So in my personal situation, it was actually pretty easy for me to connect with Logan because I never had to meet his biological dad until maybe a couple years ago. So, in my eyes, it was just me, you know? I didn't feel like I was overstepping anyone in his life because I knew he wasn't there.
3: It's still pretty much just you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is. (laughs) But,
2: so, in my personal situation, it actually worked out pretty good.
0: Yeah, it was easier for you versus... Well, then, and you had the opposite, obviously, because... Here I am. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hello. I don't know. I feel like it was easy with Lilia because she was just she's just easy. Yeah, like she was easy to watch. She was easy to take care of. Like there was never any issues with her to where I felt like I needed to like step in in That's any way. True. Yeah. Um, which brings on like the next question was talking about discipline. Like, how do we discipline our kids versus That's their kids, tough. and like. Like when it came to Lilia, if she ever needed to get in trouble, which is very rare, I would always have Gabe do it because I didn't feel comfortable doing it because I'm like, well, she's not mine. I don't want to overstep, yeah. you know, but then that's because like you're involved, obviously. Right. So like with Logan, like G- Gabe didn't really have any issue when it came to like discipline because it's like he doesn't feel like he's overstepping anybody. So yeah. he him disciplining, I feel like was easier compared to like. Me disciplining, I always put off on Gabe. I'm like Gabe. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you just like putting discipline on my shoulders, no matter what. Just as that's a man. That's true. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, some households are like that. Some households
0: ha- just rely on the men to be the the disciplinary person, which that's fine if that's how you. Want your... I feel
3: like the kids listen more to the the male yeah. figures. But, I don't know. It might just be in my head. They
0: need the male figure. Um. Yeah. No. Actually, I can completely relate to that too. Because with Tommy and Caden, to this day, to this day, I. Always tell Chris, I will not discipline them. I, if they do something like I want, unless I have to, like it's a safety thing and he's not around, then obviously I will step in if I have to. But I do not feel comfortable disciplining them because of that reason. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want them to view me as like an evil stepmom or anything like that, you know, even though it's just like a Cinderella thing. But I actually had a really mean stepmom growing up. I don't know if I've ever even talked about that, but I had she had four boys and I, my dad, it was my dad's, obviously, my dad remarried, remarried and he married her and she was just evil. And so I never had a good relationship with my stepmom, which is the reason why I always want to not be like that towards my stepkids. Yeah. So when it comes to discipline stuff, 100%, I always put it on Chris for his own kids. What about you for mine, babe?
1: Um, I, I honestly feel like with the boys we're pretty much like 50 50
0: yeah with my boys
1: it's like whoever's around just kind of handles whatever situation is happening or corrections being whatever it is
0: there's there's times though still to this day where i tell him like let me handle it yeah like just being real i don't like when he disciplines my kids (laughs) sometimes No, it's real. Like I'm being so real. Sometimes he'll try to step into something and I'll be like, this isn't your business. Like, let me handle this. And even though we're a a blended family, I feel like the reason there's still a lot of hardships to it, discipline being one of them. But if I'm there, if I'm there in the room present with what's happening, I want to discipline them. If I'm not there, I have no problem with you disciplining, like no problem at all. Um, but with Lilia, I feel like it's always been different. I think similar to what Amber's saying. Mm-hmm. Chris never really has disciplined her. He doesn't really She doesn't really s- ever have to be disciplined. That's true. <laughs> she's, she's she's easy. Yeah. She's such a well-behaved child. But anytime anything's come up, he'll come to me and be like, "Can you handle this?" Like, "Can you do this?" Yeah. I don't want to do this. But when it comes to the boys, I think it's just it's more like a Logan situation where it's like you kind of are the sole male figure in their life and then Being boys, naturally, again, I don't know if I'm stereotyping, but being boys, I definitely feel like they need some form of like male figure to get down on them sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know. Not that that's like necessary at all times, but I just think that that situation, it just so happens that for us, the males are the ones that don't have the dads, (laughs) except Chris's boys, obviously, but in that situation. So I guess it does come down to just having a dad if they don't have an active male role model or female role model then the other parent feels like it's more acceptable to step in whereas if they do have one it seems like the four of us all are on the same page with you don't step in as much yeah unless you need to like it's a safety
3: thing so because of that do your kids ever feel like they're being treated unfairly so like in this circumstance i don't really discipline lilia but I discipline Logan, yeah. So he sees that, and he's just like, "Well, you don't yell at Lilia, mm-hmm. or you don't tell Lilia this, you don't tell Lilia that." And I have to explain to him that, you know, like I'm not her mom, yeah. And there's certain things that I can't, uh, that I'm not going to tell her to do, right? And so, and like Logan's with us twenty four seven, right? And Lilia is not with us twenty four seven. So to try to explain that to him is can be a little bit complicated because he'll see like well, why isn't she getting in trouble? And, and it, it really ends on like, well, she's not doing things to get in trouble. (laughs) Like she's not doing anything to where I need to get her in trouble like you are. So I've had to explain things like that to him a lot based on like fairness and being equal and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's more so like, well, your behavior is different than hers. If she acted how you were acting in this situation, she would be in trouble too. She would be corrected. Like maybe just because
0: I wouldn't be doing it doesn't mean that, yeah, I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. It's actually that, that almost exact situation happened last night for me. Really? Because we don't allow screen time for our kids during the weekdays. And Tommy was on his iPad. And I, again, that's just something that I'm not going to go in and be like, get off your iPad. You know, I'm not going to do that. But and Kyson pulled the, well, why does Tommy get to be on his iPad? And I don't. And I think I ended up just telling him, well, that's not a situation that I'm in charge of. I think that's what I said.
3: That's funny because that goes into my next point.
0: Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So I think with that, though, really the goal and I think I think or not the goal, but like the solution to that would be having consistency with your rules. And that's obviously something that Chris and I are working on currently. Yeah, because it's
1: rough because. Lily is at an age to where she has her own phone and she's just kind of entrusted with, you know, more responsibility, which does reward different things. And you're
0: saying, I know what you're saying, but you're, you're, you could talk more specifically because I think it'll be confusing because she's on her phone during the week to talk to her friends.
1: Right. Right. And, you know, the boys, they're like, you know, why does Lily get her phone? It's like, she doesn't sit there and play games. She's, yeah. She talks to her friends. She wants to be social. She's
3: like on the phone with her friends. Fall time is my ultimate favorite time of the year. And the fall harvest is officially on with HelloFresh.
1: Count on seasonal recipes like pumpkin cinnamon rolls and Friendsgiving ready sides, as well as fresh, high quality ingredients that travel from the farm to your front door in less than a week.
0: I've been using HelloFresh meal kits for so long, literally like years. I love how fast and easy they make mealtime. My favorite recipe so far, it's called Lemon Tortelloni Palermo, and that is Probably my most favorite yet.
2: Fall is busy, but HelloFresh recipes save time that you would be spending meal planning, shopping, measuring, and chopping, which means you can get back to what matters.
3: Enjoy the fall season with HelloFresh. Go to hellofresh.com/fantastic14 and use code fantastic14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping.
1: That's hellofresh.com/fantastic14 and use code fantastic14. Yeah, which is
0: very different than playing Minecraft or sitting on TikTok.
1: Yeah. And all the boys care about is, you know, playing video games on their yeah. their iPads, which is a completely different story.
3: So that's, like, different rules between your own kids. But now another issue that people go through when it comes to, like, co-parenting and stuff is different rules at different households. Yeah. Meaning, like, like oh, you said, yeah. like, Tommy has screen time during the week because he probably has it at his mom's house. Yes. And then so it's, like, two different households. Like, how do you... How do you deal with two different sets of rules? That's
0: hard.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's especially hard if the two opposing parents—the <laughs> way to say it, the two co-parents—are not actively on the same page. Why are you flipping me off? I was not referring to you. Yeah, I know. I, just, I think me I and you are actually very. I think yeah. the four of us are pretty solid with our rules. Yeah, like
3: there's not much yeah, that. No, I mean, there's cer- there's certain things like at our house bit. that that she won't that she'll she'll do stuff at our house that she won't do here necessarily like she'll have her phone at the table like while she's eating here sometimes and like at our house it's like no put your phone away like little things like that and i think that that's just something that kids will they just become accustomed to
0: they just realize and that's just part of being coming up in a split family is that you
3: know that there are certain things at your dad's house and at your mom's house that just are different and they learn that like lily is old enough to where it's like she knows like the rules at our house and then a big thing let me say when Lilia was little is that she always wanted to sleep with the tv on oh and we that's that's my bad yeah and we (laughs) did not do that we did not do that at our house there was some nights that we were like okay like we're not gonna fight her for it but we had to be like you know like, this is not how we do things. Because we yeah. didn't want Logan to get into that habit. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, that's a thing. It's, like, two different households. Like, you can't control what she does over here, what rules are over here, because you're the parent over here. Right. But at our house, it's, like, we can, we can control our rules and, like, eventually... It was fine. She learned, and like now she doesn't even she sleep knows. with their TV on no. here now.
0: Yeah, it's funny that that it's like she grew out of and it. And I appreciate that because that is something that I that's a fault in my parenting because I grew up with the TV on to this day. Yeah, so did I. I. Sleep with the TV on. So when I co slept with my babies, they had a TV on mm-hmm. when they had put them in their room. I grew up with the TV on, so I never was taught that that yeah. was a bad thing. Now I know it's a
3: bad habit. She would cry. I know. I oh. and throw a fit. Oh. And that's why some days we were just like, okay, whatever, we're not going to fight it. But then other yeah. days we're like, no, you don't get to sleep with the TV on. And it's
0: good because now you guys taught me that really because I actually didn't realize that that was even a bad habit until I had, I think it was people on YouTube that were like, why do you let your kids do that? And I was like, what do you mean? I didn't know it was bad. Isn't this normal? I told you
2: that all the time. Yeah,
0: you did. And I was like, you're crazy.
2: There's i told no you way that when we were people don't sleep with, with the tv
0: off no yeah and now
3: i did that too though
0: and now i sit I, now there's like studies behind it too it's mm-hmm. like bad for you to sleep with it. and i'm here freaking 30 almost 30 years old
3: still sleeping with my damn tv on <laughs> yeah I, I
2: literally calls just, you crazy if
3: you grow up like that though it's kind of hard to like break that habit yeah, but yeah that's what i'm saying it's just it's like a good example different different sets of rules sometimes can be complicated but then i feel like once the kids get older like they understand like oh hey i could do this at my mom's house but i can't do this at my dad's house because they're two different sets of rules when they're younger i think it's harder yeah um and you just have to be consistent at your house like regardless yeah. you can't control what the other parent does you can't you make try like you if can talk to them yeah, yeah
0: i feel like we mostly do a, a pretty good job at that like like i was saying like most of our rules are pretty much set like we had t- a tiktok rule for a while and it was like no tiktok until a certain age now logan's there but like yeah you know what i mean like Th- so
3: things like that where we would we all I feel like we almost come to each other for advice yeah like oh well, what do you think <laughs> about this and yeah it makes it easier that way when we're all like we all communicate with each other it definitely makes it a lot easier but like if you don't communicate with the other parent that's when it gets I mean you can't control their rules so you just kind of have your own rules that they have to follow in at your house and then you can't really control you can try to talk to the other parent but that might only really get you so far yeah that's kind of the situation that we're in with I feel like the only real situation
0: that we have that with at our house is with Tommy and Caden. Right. Cause the three boys are here almost all the time. Lily goes to your house, but we kind of have h- had all those things figured out. Plus like yeah. you said, she's older, mm-hmm. but the Chris's boys at their mom's house, their rules are vastly different, vastly different than the ones that we have here. Yeah. Chris, I'll let you chime in on that part.
1: I feel like the rules, um, for Caden and Tommy's mom's <coughs> house are a lot. Less than what we have here. I almost want to say it's understandable because we have significantly more children living here. So there needs to be significantly more structure. Have things in order.
3: Make sure the house doesn't fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, literally. (laughs) When they first come here, like after being at their mom's, when they come here, do they struggle with... Following your guys's rules, or do they kind of know now?
1: In the, in the beginning, it was rough because we we had to like they're used. I I feel like they're used to staying up really late over there, and not really having like a solid like bedtime. You know, just just having screen time basically like whenever they wanted. And over here, it's like you know eight o'clock bedtime, and screen time turns off here. Kitchen closes this time, and a lot of a lot of that turned into, you know, all the other kids are getting ready for bed. And then Kate and Tommy come up to me at, like, 9 o'clock, and they're like, hey, can we, like, get on the Xbox? It's oh, like, my gosh. N- no. <laughs> you know, everybody's going to bed, and... They stay know, up, yeah. Yeah.
0: At their mom's house, they stay up until, like, midnight and one every day. Even on
3: school nights? On school nights, <gasps> playing Xbox. Yeah. Oh, no. So, what do kids call you we get this question all the time i get it all the time on my youtube comments yeah i've seen people like <laughs> what is lily what is li- oh my gosh I can't even talk is too late her lilia what does lilia call you does she call you mom does she call you amber she can call me whatever she wants but she's always called me amber i just think like i met her at a young age what she was four yeah she already had a mom so like naturally gave introduced me to her as amber and then it's just been it's just been amber yeah just kind of stuck like i don't i don't care what she calls me but she's always called me amber and she refers to you as a mom yeah so she'll say like i have two moms yeah but she just calls me amber
0: and i don't think that what they call you defines your relationship some people are like oh they call you dad that's so cute oh they call you mom that's so cute and yeah like i see what you're saying but really at the end of the day. It does not define your relationship. You can call someone mom and call someone dad that you don't have a great relationship with and vice versa.
3: Yeah. See, like, my parents parents got married and my mom already had my brother. And so my dad just has me and my sister, like, with my mom. Biologically, it's me and my sister. And so my mom already had my brother. And my brother always called him by his first name. He always called him Rick. He never called him dad my entire life. Even now, he calls him Rick. He's never called him dad. And he, I mean, his dad was, was active. His dad lived in L.A., and, and so we were, like, six, seven hours away. So he would go there, like, in the summertime. But, like, my dad was there 24-7, you know, living at home. But he always called him Rick. And I never really thought anything of it. Yeah, it's just a name at the end of the day. Like, for me
0: growing up, I had a couple step moms here and there. And I never ended up calling any of them mom. Um, but for my dad, my stepdad. So for me, it's complicated. I actually, if you've like, follow me, you probably know this, but my biological dad, I call him Papa. I always have Papa. I don't know why he wanted to be called Papa when (laughs) when I was born. So he's always been Papa to me. And when my mom remarried, she remarried my dad when I was pretty young remarried. Well, she married my dad, my stepdad when I was pretty young and he had two kids that were older than me that obviously were around and that obviously called him dad and i think just spending more time with him i naturally like started picking that up and so i and i didn't have a dad anyway so i was calling i started calling him dad so to this day if i say my dad that means that it's my stepdad typically unless i'm trying to explain to someone that doesn't understand i'll just be like yeah my dad i don't know but he's <laughs> it's so complicated but so i always called him dad and then with our kids my stepkids do call me mom and my kids do call chris dad But I think the only reason why is because there's a herd of ducklings (laughs) following in a row, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's you have my four kids calling me mom and then his two kids who he sees all the time calling him dad. And so then and my boys not really having much of a dad, Mm -hmm. they picked up on it. And Lilia, I feel like it took her a long time. I'm actually surprised that she does call him dad. Because I, I don't know, but she, I think, just felt left out at that point that yeah. everybody was calling him dad. But her. But her. So she does refer to him for the most part, part as dad. But I'm curious, when she's talking to you, what does she say? Does she say my other dad or does she say Chris? Has that ever come up to where she's needed to say that?
2: I think she's used both. Um, she has. We I've both know both who she's talking re- about. Yeah, more. so she she said Chris before and my she dad, said Chris. my other dad. Yeah. So, I mean, it's whatever not that big of a deal
3: yeah what about logan do you
2: uh well logan he's just always called me gabe that's what he's always known he's called me dad every once in a while he's tried it out but i think he's just gone gotten so used to just calling me gabe and that's just what he's comfortable with and that's fine he knows what i am he refers to me as his dad Oh, yeah, he'll refer. Yeah,
3: he'll refer to him as his dad. Like if he's talking to someone else, somebody else, like somebody at school or his teacher, or you know, any anywhere, he refers Aww. to Gabe as his dad. So it'd be like my dad. Yeah. But then to you, he's just like Gabe.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it's
3: never like, that's just what he knows. Yeah. It's always like my dad. And then my sister. Yeah. Like It's never like step. It's always just
0: Lilia too. She's like, I have seven brothers. Yeah. She's very proud of that. I have seven (laughs) brothers. She always, it's what gets me. We were at like a birthday party or something recently. And someone was asking her about her siblings and I'm standing there and I'm like talking to one of my kids and all of a sudden she's like, I have seven brothers. And they look at me like, wow, you've been busy. And I'm like, it's a really complicated story. Because yeah. <laughs> technically she has half brothers and she has stepbrothers. Yeah. She has no full blood brothers. <laughs> yeah. She's got four half brothers mm-hmm. and three stepbrothers. That's crazy. Wait, that's eight brothers. Isn't it? You guys Kice have- Kyson, Caden, Landon. Four plus
1: three is seven.
0: <laughs> How do we not- Oh, sh- <laughs> it is 1 a.m. I need to make a disclaimer. Is that his seven? Isn't it? Oh, my dumbass. I Caden
3: Landon. Hey, Amber's
0: counting with me on Hi,
3: Yeah. Caden. Yeah. Logan.
0: Oh, seven. Seven. OK. <laughs> We're like, Oh, is it. It is, a- oh, like, it is eight. Wait, seven. I'm holding seven fingers. <laughs> Although if you count Chris as her brother, because I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but the relationship that Chris has with Lilia is way more bro- like brotherly than it is fatherly, fatherly yeah. i think the way that they mess with each other and like
3: she because she does that with logan because yeah. he made the comment about like oh about trash yeah she makes that like she makes that comment with like logan
0: that's funny that's like so,
3: oh put it in the trash like i didn't put it near you you know like stuff like that yeah joking about the trash i remember you you saying that in that's another her episode ongoing trash but like joke. that's what she does to logan so it's like that's her brother
1: it's a pretty pretty easy question for me to answer everybody just calls me dad
3: even gabe (laughs) hey daddy
2: (laughs) that's daddy (laughs) (laughs) uncle daddy to you
3: daddy uncle (laughs) so now i'm gonna go over some of the things on the website because i find it Pretty interesting. So, the site that I'm on is called raisingchildren.net. Not sponsored. <laughs> Raising Children, in case you guys want to look at it. Yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> Raisingchildren.net.au. So, it's the Australian parenting website, which is really weird oh that God. I came across this. I don't know what I Googled. Australia has their shit right. Yeah, but I found this and I was like, oh, I, I really like this. So, it, it gave some key points on becoming a step parent. So, it says, Becoming a step parent can be challenging and rewarding. It's important to talk openly with your partner about your expectations. It can help to take things slowly so that everyone has time to adjust. Over time, you could take on more of a parenting role if that's what you, your partner, and your stepchild want. So those are like the key points. One of the topics on here is challenges of being a step-parent. So it says the challenges of being a step-parent can include coming into a new family where everybody else already knows each other. So to start with, you might feel a bit left out. Yeah, like oh, if you're an older kid. Yeah, this one is good, though, because it says, your stepchild might reject you, ignore you, or just feel uncomfortable or shy around you. Oh. Which I think can happen in some cases. For sure. I think specifically in older kids. Yeah, that yeah. it might take time, and they might not ever adjust. And, I mean, there's nothing that really you can do about it other than, you know, try to support them and not be the evil step do be the evil you're step-mom. not my dad <laughs> yeah yeah.
0: you ain't my mama I hope like I that would be what such a sad day if your kids ever actually did
3: that like said that like said in that in the future yeah
0: like if Lo- has Logan ever pulled that card he's getting older no no, no. I don't think he
3: would either no
0: I don't, I don't see Lilia ever telling you that Mm-mm. no <laughs> you're not my mom I don't and Chris and Lilia, he, he never like really
3: tells her what to do. So she would never be able to really pull that card. See, that's funny because there's been times back when she was way younger it was like i made something like food a certain way and it was like oh my mom doesn't make it like that and i'm like i'm not your mom <laughs> <laughs> i'm not your mother do not refer me to that woman <laughs> i don't reversed. make things the same as her that <laughs> was well, back when she was young when she wanted things like very specific yeah the way that you she was like that when she was younger it was like things had to be yes. cooked specifically like she would only eat certain things and And if they were cooked a certain way, if they looked a certain way, and that I like, I make things my certain way. Like I cook differently, and it's just like my mom doesn't. It doesn't look like that when my mom cooks it. I'm like, I'm not your fucking. (laughs) Oh my god! I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not your mom, bitch. (laughs) But yeah, that's funny because like in that situation, it was like the roles were kind of a little bit reversed. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's something that we could possibly come across, like as they get older, when their little
0: hormones start checking in and working and puberty hits i'm not ready for that not
3: excited no this is a good point though it says you and your partner might have different approaches to and expectations about parenting which i think is pretty common people have different parenting styles and there is some tips on ways to talk to your partner chris and i have to had have struggled with this in the past actually
0: because he and i actually have a lot of differences in our not a lot but we have some differences so, in our parenting yeah so I think these tips are really good yeah let me see talk to, to your help partner. step
3: parenting go smoothly is it the talk with your partner one yes it is okay
0: what role do you want me to play with your child what should I do what shouldn't I do I think that's so important yes that one especially oh my goodness like what like to make sure that you don't cross the boundaries over step how will we know if it's going well? And how will we give each other feedback without taking it too personally? That's a big one. Yeah. That's an important one.
3: Honestly, I think you just have to have communication. Communication is key in literally Life. every relationship that you will ever have. So true. There's been times
0: that Chris and I, still to this day, people see us and they're like, oh, you guys like are so perfect. Like, How do you have your perfect family and we like have had a lot of our and we have it pretty down for the most part but there are definitely times where like that one hits home how will we give each other feedback without taking it too personally mm-hmm. where we'll talk about something and be like I think it should be handled like this and he'll be like well I think it should be handled like this but I don't even think that that's a step parent thing I think that's just like a parent a parent thing. thing yeah regardless of if they're your child's biological parent or not mm-hmm. I think just two people because I remember the only thing I can think of is Gabe and I, when Lily was a baby, when we were still together, we would talk about future scenarios and we would disagree on
3: almost everything. Do you remember when I remember hearing this? I don't know who told to me. I don't know if it was your I think it was your sister. Um, Jessica rear faced Lilia. Yes. Extended rear faced. And Gabe had her forward facing in a car.
2: Oh,
0: I was livid. I was so mad. He's flipping me <laughs> off right now i was livid and that to me and i will still defend my stance on this is that that was a safety thing that wasn't a parenting thing and now it's a law at the time it wasn't a law to rear face till two you had her four facing at one i was so mad End of one and i didn't have i couldn't have a say in it because it wasn't against the law
1: it is what it is
0: (laughs) i'm just so happy that you never got in a car accident Cause that was
3: something that oh. I forgot about that Amber. That's a good point to bring up. <laughs> that goes with different rules in different households too. Oh. Different parenting styles. Oh. Because like, what do you do if it's not a law?
0: Yeah, you there's can't nothing I can force do. Him. And I rear faced Lilia until she was four. She was four, and I rear faced her. And Gabe flipped her. I feel like as soon as we split, he was like, "Fuck flipped. you." Flipped her. I was around. like, "Okay, go ahead, kill your kid. Good <laughs> luck with that." I was so mad.
2: Hey. She's about to be 11. <laughs>
0: I know. But still, I still stand by myself with that. And I still am upset that you did that. Because <laughs> that was a safety thing. That wasn't a parenting choice.
3: Yeah, Malachi is still rear-facing. Yeah. And he's two and a half now. Like Good. My sister had forward-faced at like two, I think, or maybe a yeah. little bit before two. And she has even asked me, like, why is he still four, like rear-facing? And I'm like, one, he's just so small. He is tiny. Like, he's small for his age. And I'm like, I don't even... I don't even necessarily remember, like, the height and weight that they need to be. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure that he doesn't hit that criteria. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave him rear-faced for, you know, who knows how long. Because he's very small. There was another one with Gabe and I that um
0: she, your mom, I think, I was like very and I was like a first time mom right and I like read all the books and I like had a very and now having seven kids I'm like fuck it they all end up eating chips off the floor anyway but at the time I was very hardcore like exclusively breastfed not eating solids before six months old extended rear-facing like all that stuff and your mom like fed her a little bite of her food and she was like four months old and I literally cried I remember crying Because that was my baby, you know? And I was like.
2: Like, I understand your point of view. That was your first child. You wanted to go buy the book. Right. But then there's my side. I'm just like, be chill. All right. Yeah, but it's
3: different. I don't
2: care. She wasn't the only you're, parent. Your
3: your way of thinking is different than mine too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, I'll just let them be a kid. I'm like, no.
0: I'm, yeah, you
2: need to let the kids grow up. No. You baby them way too much.
0: I don't think I'm there's overprotective. A, I don't think there's such thing as babying a baby too much.
2: Oh yes, there
3: is. I see. This is where we. Differ. I'm not overprotective. I don't.
0: Yeah. I don't think either of us are over. I just think that you. Yeah, you differ I think Amber and I have similar <laughs> views on our stuff. Maybe it's a mom thing. And I and I know it's not a big deal. I know it's not a big deal. But there's just some things where it was like, really? Like that was just a, a stab at me. Cause you knew how I felt about it.
3: And you still like were taking like, to Disneyland. Lily did to Disneyland. Like that, first. One. <laughs> that one.
2: Like which one? <laughs> this one.
0: <laughs> the pinky finger. <laughs> that one was close to my
3: heart like you're not even a disney fan so the last few tips are get to know your stepchild which i think is a given um focus on the positive so try to be accepting and positive towards your stepchild take things slowly so take things at a pace that suits your stepchild which is going to be different for every stepchild think about former partners so your partner's former partner might need to
1: that's gross. Your partners,
0: partners, your partner's, <laughs> your partner's for- former partner. I know. I'm sitting here thinking, wait, who would that mean? Your partner's former, oh, like the uh, the baby mama or the baby yes. daddy. Oh, okay. Your okay,
3: partner's okay. former partner might need time to adjust to you as a step parent, which in our cases we didn't really have to deal with. Yeah, like for some part of it, like us 4 like we're fine. Always. We were fine always, but then like the other sides, like the parents are not really involved, so I think it was kind of easier. Um, And then it says, look after yourself. So it's also important to look after yourself, like spend time doing things that you enjoy still, because taking on stepchildren is a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of struggle. It's like an emotional work,
0: you know, like there's a lot of good tips on there. But speaking of tips.
1: It's getting to be about that time of the episode where we get into (laughs) just the tip. Did
3: you do that yet? Zoop. (laughs) Maybe we'll just do it every time. (laughs) My mother-in-law tries on every occasion to ruin my relationship just because her daughter and I are gay. Her latest favorite thing to do is call me nasty, disgusting, and rude for doing little things like sending a Snapchat picture and then hides behind it pretending it's a joke. I feel like I'm the only one who smells her bullshit. What do I do?
1: If your mother-in-law is saying that to you what is she saying to her own daughter
3: yeah that's sad
0: i wonder if she is um masking her uncomfortability like maybe she really is uncomfortable i wonder if you've tried maybe you could i like suggest telling her like that really makes me feel uncomfortable when you say that i really don't like when you make those comments yeah you know just be blunt be like stop being a bitch there's
1: there's not there's not (laughs) Not just like there's not one gay person there's two yeah so like you can't just like talk shit to one person and not the other it doesn't it's you know you're you're essentially talking shit to both of them at the same time
3: so she mentioned um that her mother-in-law tries to ruin their relationship because they're gay so that like like you're saying like it's not fair to talk shit to the girlfriends right Like her daughter is gay like, her daughter is going to be gay regardless of who she's dating. I wonder, yeah. yeah. So, if she's uncomfortable with that, I mean, they're, I don't know. That's kind of hard because if she's uncomfortable with that, she might always be uncomfortable with that. Some parents aren't accepting of that, and you kind of just have to to move on. Just ignore it. She's being very passive-aggressive, and if you have an honest conversation with her, like, hey, like, I'm dating your daughter or married to your daughter. I don't know if you guys are dating or married, and... You know, this is how it is. Like, what else can you do? Ignore, block, delete, just like I do with my comments on Instagram. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's like your partner needs to have that talk with the mother. And or
3: you. Yeah. Or both of you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There you Together.
1: Go. Sit them, both of you sit down.
0: I wonder if she views it as if the mother in law views you whoever wrote in as like the reason why like even though it's not like you didn't turn her daughter gay like her daughter's gay but she might in her um like non what's the right word my brain doesn't work right now her non-informed brain understand that that's how that's like not how it works yeah like you didn't turn her daughter gay yeah like she
3: might blame her yeah
0: maybe she's blaming you for like the way that her daughter turned out or maybe she just doesn't like you yeah (laughs) I don't know. Maybe she thinks you really are nasty in that case. Ignore, block, delete. We all have in-laws that we don't want
3: to deal with, right?
1: Uh, maybe she <laughs> did flip her.
3: Maybe. I you
0: mean,
1: don't we
3: know. don't know. No, you're you're born gay. You don't turn well, gay. Well, I mean, this could have been her first gay relationship. Yeah. That her mom might view it yeah, as... Has has, has mm, she, she flipped. You
1: know, like dated other girls in the past? Or is this just like a... Is this the first...
3: Yeah, that makes me curious. Like, is this... Is this her first girlfriend that her mom doesn't like because she, like, her mom's uncomfortable with her daughter being gay? Or yeah. has the mom had, or has the daughter had multiple girlfriends, but this is the only girlfriend that the mom is mean to? You know, right, she's like, that's a, mm-hmm. that's I don't like Elizabeth.
1: Go back to Nancy.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. That's you know? That's
3: true. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Like, like, has she dated women before and the mom was fine with it? Or is it like, She just doesn't like you. And in that case, fuck her. Fuck her.
0: I just don't think that there is much you can do. You can try, you could try talking to her and just being like, look, like, it's not really funny to me when you do that. And and if it goes south, it goes south. And if it, you know, maybe it'll actually go south. Maybe, maybe she genuinely, I think it's one of two things. She either truly is uncomfortable with it and she just doesn't know how to handle it. And she's not trying to upset you guys and that's why. And then when she does upset you, she's trying to like laugh it off and she just doesn't know how to handle it. Or, she's just being a passive aggressive bitch about it and she just totally doesn't like it. And you're totally right about what you're saying. Yeah. So, but I mean, maybe give her
3: the benefit of the doubt. I mean, she could really be joking and think that what she's saying is funny. Yeah. And think that it's She could have that sense of humor. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to know.
1: I think we really live in a day and age right now too, where everybody has this mindset that family is just always supposed to have your back, but there's a very harsh reality that sometimes family can be like your very worst enemy at times.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. For That's sure. True. Like I feel like I'm the only one who smells her bullshit. Meaning, meaning maybe she doesn't talk shit to her daughter. Maybe she just talks shit to the girlfriend. Mm.
1: Yeah, I would I would express what's happening to your partner first and be like, "Hey, do, like is she joking or, you know, should we or should I like should she really have that conversation?" Like, don't go straight into the conversation with the mom, but start with a conversation with your partner and see if it's noticed or if those comments are being made to her too first.
3: That's a good idea.
0: Good tip, Chris. Thanks great for your tip. tip, sir. That's it for today's episode. Don't forget to like and rate our podcast and turn on those notifications.
1: You know you want to hear from us. Yeah, you do.
0: <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at fantastic Four official, where we post continuous updates. We want to hear your feedback, comments, and topic suggestions, and that's where you can reach us. You also have an option to support our podcast by clicking the link in the description of every episode. Farewell
3: from your favorite foursome,
1: and until next time,
3: bye guys, bye, peace
1: out.